when you're at that point in your business where you don't have a huge marketing department and you don't have a full-time social media manager yet, you can't just pass your social media off to someone and think it's going to work. Social media is one of the most important things. You have to be involved in some way. Now, do you have to do every single thing? No, you don't. You don't have to do every single thing on your social media campaign. My name is Jess and I am your host here on the Social Strategy Slayer Show, where we talk all things social media for entrepreneurs. Specifically though, how to build your influence and consistently land your ideal clients through the content you're putting out there without you needing to sacrifice your authenticity, your time, or without you needing to run a bunch of expensive ad campaigns. Let's dive in. Today, we are talking all about how to know when it's time to hire social media support for your fitness business, because this is a question that I get asked a lot, and I think there's many layers to it. I've made content about it in the past, but I think things have evolved so much since then, and I just get this question a lot, and I get, like I said, this question is very layered. There's many different types of social media support. There's many different types of ways to get support for social because I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make when it comes to scaling their message with their social media is that they often don't think about it in a way of, oh, this is my message. I find that there's two extremes that people go to. One extreme that people, some people go to is, I can't wait to never look at my social media again. I don't want to have anything to do with it. And I just want to be done with it. That's one way some people look at it. Another way some people look at it is, I need to do everything and I can't have any help. And it needs to be me, needs to be me, needs to be me. And the problem with these two ways of thinking is, if you're at the first way of thinking where you're like, I never want to look at my social media or I just hired someone to do it and I don't really even know what they're doing or I don't want to have any part of it. There's a lot of problems with that because it's your business and if you don't have a finger on the pulse on on the pulse as to what's going on in your social media strategy, how can you really know if it's working or not? There's all you you have to stay in your lane, yes, and when it comes to scaling your message and your marketing, you also have to be aware that it's really important for you as a business owner to know and understand and be a part of developing the brand message for the brand. Like you've got the vision, you've like most of you guys who follow me are not at the point where you have a full in-house social media marketing team or even a full in-house marketing department with multiple people responsible for multiple things. It's you and your trainers or you and your coaches or you and a virtual assistant or you and some front desk people. Wherever you're at, doesn't matter. When you're at that point in your business where you don't have a huge marketing department and you don't have a full-time social media manager yet, you can't just pass your social media off to someone and think it's going to work. Social media is one of the most important things. You have to be involved in some way. Now, do you have to do every single thing? No, you don't. You don't have to do every single thing on your social media campaign. Um, so that's the first thing I just wanted to address is I want you to analyze really, are you here or are you here? 
or maybe are you somewhere in between? And what I want you to understand is there, you have to be involved. There is a certain level of involvement that the business owner needs to be at. So the other thing I want you to think about is like, what is your expectations of the support that you're trying to get? So I often find a major issue that people have when they're getting social media support is that they don't know how to spot if someone's really amazing or not, or maybe someone is working with someone who is great, but your message is off. So a lot of times people will say to me, well, Jess, why do I have to join a program? Can't I just hand my social media off? Or can't I just do a DIY program and learn the little techniques and the little how-tos and all of that stuff? But the truth is that growing a social media strategy that actually converts, it actually brings you clients and builds you a message that helps you stand out in the market is not something that you can just do on your own. Typically, you need help. You need support, you need a coach, you need to be in a program where you're getting live feedback and you need to have someone also helping you execute. So the first thing I want you to think about is where are your expectation levels at? I, when I ran an agency, I started out charging really low um, and went up to now our retainer level is pretty high and what we expect from our clients is also a lot higher than what we expected from our clients when we were charging a lot less. Why? Because our knowledge has grown so much and we know what it takes. And we also have certain strategies that we it requires our clients to be involved with us. So most people will be like looking for that level of support, like a very, very high level team and their budget is like not there or they're not willing to shift things around in their budget to work with a team that is awesome or they haven't even developed their message yet. They're comparing themselves to and copying strategies that big influencers are using. And then they wonder why it doesn't work for them. And it's because the goal of that influencer is completely different than the goal that you might have, right? My apologies if you can hear the landscaping going on out there. <laughs> um, gotta love living in the city, right? So. The other thing I want you to think about too is, do you have a content library? Or if you're looking to pass your social media off, first of all, you're never fully passing it off. You have to be involved in some way. You have to be the one creating the content, right? Like so many people want followers and they want you know business from their social media, but they're not willing to put in the time to actually crafting their message, to actually working with a team that's gonna help you, but you also have to be willing to and committed to putting in the time for you to create content and build a content library. Do you have content that's repurposable? That that person can actually take that content and make some more content out of it? If yes, that's amazing. Most of our clients come to us and they don't have a huge content library built up. They don't have things to repurpose yet. They, they're not really like sure how to structure their lives or they're not sure the purpose behind their posts. So they're kind of just posting or they're consistent for a month or a couple weeks and then they fall off. They're consistent for a couple weeks or a month and then they're, they fall off. They're not inspired anymore. They're overwhelmed. You know, they might be not getting the support they need. So one thing I want you to think about is do you maybe even have that person that can help you on your team already. That's one really important thing I want you to think about. Most clients come to us 
that are in the fitness industry and they actually have someone on their team that's interested in learning more about marketing or that wants to help with the social media campaign, but they haven't been given that opportunity yet. They haven't been given the opportunity yet. And also a huge reason why a lot of times the opportunity hasn't been created yet is because you don't know how to lead them as the business owner. Like, do you as the business owner know how to lead your ideal client? right? Like, where are you at with that? Do you know how to lead your ideal client from where they're at to like where they want to go on social media? And not just that, but do you know how to lead your team? Do you know how to lead the person on your team to be able to help them lead the ideal client too? Like, there's a lot of layers to this, right? It's not just like, oh, post, 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 and you're going to get a client or turn on an ad and you're going to get a client. There's so much testing and messaging that has to be um, worked through for you to hit that goal. That's why in our program, we have three campaigns in six months that they work. And on the off months, they're training in some way. They're getting educated. They're learning more and more. But you've got to be in action and you have to also learn how to lead someone with it. Because at the end of the day, they might know how to use the app, but you know your business and you know where you want to go. So that's where you have to come in and be like, here's where I want to go. And you've got to help do some of that legwork to understand your ideal client in a deep way that's not just superficial, right? Because so many people, they tell me they understand their ideal client. But then when I ask them, awesome, when was the last time you got on Zoom and interviewed your ideal client? They can't tell me when because they haven't done it in a long time. They don't really know the inner workings of their ideal client, so they can't like tell me and answer some of the questions that I have. Or they'll say, oh, well, I think they this, this, and this. And they make all of, this is why I hate courses and programs that have you make this fictitious person as your ideal client. Oh, my ideal client is Jenny and she lives here and she's this age and it's like, awesome, who is Jenny? Have you interviewed her? Is she a real person? And a lot of times the answer is no. And then I am like, no, why did you create some fictitious person that's not even real, right? You want to be getting your ideal client on the phone and you wanna be thinking about that when you are talking to your team. Like, are you referring it back to that ideal client? Are you referring your content and your content strategy back to that? And are you leading and guiding your team in a way that they know how to talk to that person, right? You might be like, I don't know how to do that, Jess. I totally get that. You probably shouldn't know how to do that because you've never done it before. This isn't your area of expertise. It's just like building a new muscle. You have to put in the work and the practice and you can 100% do this over years and years and years or you could join a program like mine and learn how to do it in six months and have also other support, people who are experts on the other end, giving you feedback and looking at your blind spots and looking at areas you might not be thinking about, right? Um, so that's the second thing is you might already have that person with you. And the last thing I wanna share is that internal social media teams are the future. Internal social media teams are the future. What do I mean by that? I mean that, you know, in 2025, Many people who did not have social media teams are going to have social media teams. You're going to see more and more people bringing their social media in-house and bringing their social media into a social media management position internally than hiring agencies and agencies. Agencies are great for ads, 
But in terms of your actual organic social media campaign, it's gonna be really important that you have someone on your team who that is a huge part of their role is social media. Because social media can be a full-time job anyway, depending on where you're at. And you wanna make sure that you have someone armed in your business who can help you execute and take your business to the next level with your social media. And most people don't actually think about this. They think, oh, I'm gonna hit a certain point and I'm just gonna pass it off, pass it off. There are pros and cons to working with agencies. And for you as a, as a local business, if you're a local business or if you're an online business, if you are in fitness, it's gonna be really important that you keep your edge, that you keep your competitive edge and that your team is equipped and knows exactly how they can continue to do that. That they know how to look at the market, that they know how to interview your ideal clients and that they know how to keep you guys a step ahead versus a step behind. Because the truth of the matter is right now, most fitness businesses are behind with their marketing. They're not, they don't have the Instagram thing figured out. Meanwhile, the people who are coming up who are gonna be your competition eventually are already on TikTok crushing it. They're already looking to the future and looking at new ways of using content. Meanwhile, you're still trying to figure out Instagram or you're still trying to figure out, you know, how to post every day or what to post every day, right? So it's okay if that is you, just acknowledge it and understand that the social media world is moving really fast and things are changing and changing and changing. And where are you at with your goals for the year? We are in quarter three now, like the year is halfway over. Where are you at with your goals? Are you there? How do you see social media playing into those goals? Right? Most people tell me that they want to use their social media or that they're a 10 out of 10 committed to their social media. But then when I actually look at their social media and I ask them what they're willing to do differently because they're not hitting their goals, they're not willing to do anything differently. So what, where are you at with your goals and what are you willing to do differently? Because if you are behind now, you're only gonna be more and more behind. It's gonna be really, really hard. It's one of those things that I know for me, even sometimes we might wanna avoid the hard thing. We might wanna say, you know what? I don't wanna do that, it's scary. I had someone I was DMing with this weekend just list to me all the reasons why she's scared about being visible at that next level. And I understand that because it is scary. You do receive judgment, you do. You do receive criticism and for every, person that criticizes you, you can also change a life. And that's why you've got to focus on your ideal client and showing up for them. Who are they? And think about scaling your business to new levels using social media, because if you're not already, you've got to get on it. You've got to get on it. I'm not just saying that as somebody who this is what I do. I'm super honest. I see this with people all the time. And if you study business at any higher level, you'll see that a huge majority, turn on Shark Tank, like just turn on Shark Tank and listen to what they talk about and what they ask these guys about. They ask them about their social media following. They ask them about where are they at and where are they going with their online campaigns. And people will say, I built our whole business through social media. And the people will say, awesome. That means you're not reliant on anyone else. You have your own audience. Sometimes I, I watched an episode recently where Robert told someone they waited too long to get waited too long to get online, and that's why Robert turned them down for the deal. So you've got to be thinking about this and you might be like, yeah, Jess, but I'm not going to be on Shark Tank. Okay, fine. You might not be, but you still are growing a business and there is still something called a market 
And there is still something called customers and clients and members who want, who expect a certain thing. They live in a world and in the world. They don't live in the fitness world. They live in the world and they see things and they expect things to be a certain way because they are a consumer of the world. They are a consumer of the market and they see other people doing this, this, and this. And you might have your blinders on to a detriment. Like you might have your blinders on and you're so focused and you're so lasered in that you aren't aware of what's going on. I said this before, but I'll say it again. I was recently at an event with 30 plus fitness business owners and I mentioned the fact that Orange Theory and Weight Watchers are now partnering and nobody knew other than like two people in the room, no one knew and everyone was like, oh, I didn't think of that. And I was like, yeah, if I'm coming in to work with your studio, I'm expecting to have nutrition help too. And they were like, oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, you got to be thinking about this stuff. And your job as a business owner is to think about that. But also, I know you have so much on your plate and social media can be tough. And it's another thing on your plate. So you've got to have your business set up for a win from the start. And you've got to understand and have your team understanding how you are scaling. What's the vision for your social media? At a, at a certain point, where do you want to be at? What do you want it to look like? How many clients do you want coming in from it? What is the ideal client interview process that you have set in place in your business right now, right? Have you ever done anything like that? Because that is what it's going to take from you. Doesn't have to be super hard, can be a lot simpler if and only if you are willing to put in the work. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Social Strategy Slayer. Before you go, I have something really exciting that I want to talk to you about which is my program called Social Strategy Accelerator for Fit Pros. So Social Strategy Accelerator is a really wonderful program. We have been loving it. We have two cohorts going right now, two different groups going through the program, getting results, spending time on their social media, really working on their messaging. And I know that messaging on social media can be really hard. And a lot of times, most of our clients come to us saying things like, oh, Jess, I've been, you know, I've been consistent for a couple weeks, but then I drop off or I have moments of inspiration, but I can't seem to really commit. And a lot of times it's just because you don't have a true strategy in place that you are working. And there's just some missing pieces that make it actually exhausting for you to be able to stay consistent. So we have our program and right now it's closed, but you can sign up for the wait list. So if you go to the show notes on this, you know, wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can see a link to sign up for the wait list. And I would absolutely do that if I were you. We normally have very limited capacity on how many people we can take and it fills up. So if you're on the wait list, you get first um, first opportunity to get on my calendar when we open the program back up, which we are going to be opening it back up coming up here in October and we're going to be starting in November. So if you're interested, go on that wait list. I also send you some really wonderful exclusive content in there um, just for waitlist people that doesn't go to my larger email list. It's only to the waitlist. Some exclusive updates, trainings, things that you might need to know between now and then to help you move forward and updates about the program so you can stay in the loop. I hope that you have a great rest of your day and thank you so much for signing up for the waitlist and for listening to the Social Strategy Slayer. I'll talk to you next time.